It's here. Let's move it up. Keep it simple. Single file. Standard relay. Off point. Your left. Grenade. Grenade. Room has been pacified. like this, but uh, because this is a good uh, a good thing to talk about with people. The people. Have you started recording the audio? No. Then I'll, then I'll save it. Then I'll save my anger and rage. <laughs> my out, my outrage in these outtakes. But no, I think I think because I haven't embedded it, uh, uploaded it as video to Facebook mm-hmm. proper instead of like linking it through something else. Yeah, our views are gonna go down. 110%. Which confuses me because I don't think they, Facebook is a very good video platform. I don't either, personally. I don't either. I don't, I don't understand. I haven't found the difference between, like, I, and I guess, and we talked about this back when we were on Rafford on camera and stuff like that. We did the same thing where it was mm-hmm. like we saw that videos on YouTube are low. You know, you get like, you, you, you can, you be lucky to break 100, right? Whereas on Facebook, Numbers like that. We had a questions video go up to like one thousand views. What the fuck? For for no Why? reason. I don't. I don't know. I think it's because you don't have to click anything. People are like, just that lazy. I I really think they are. I really think people are that lazy to where that makes me If sad, it shows dude. up on your feed, you'll stay and these, watch it. These people never know the just sheer joy of looking at how many tabs you have open exactly on your computer and then it crashing exactly. Who doesn't want the blue screen of death? Yo, people, what's up? Welcome to the Chit Chat Podcast, episode three. Hello. We haven't been canceled yet. The corona won't stop us now. Miss Rona loves our <laughs> podcast. Exactly. We're, we're, brought, we're brought to you by Corona, <laughs> not the beer. Um, but no, Colin, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot. A lot. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on and the stuff that I need to talk to you about because I think you personally can, can help the people out there in the world today i try my best that's what i'm here for we got season finales coming up out of nowhere uh we got uh uh, the cw's finish up wrapping up all their seasons cw never uh, sleeps possibly a little early and i did want to talk to you about because this is real weird uh ruby rose yeah star the tv show batwoman has decided to exit just dipped just just dipped Mm -hmm. out the show yeah i and uh and, and the thing is her her reasoning, I don't know if you've read in in, in I've, re- any of I've this. read conflicting reports because I don't watch reports. Batwoman, but mm-hmm. anytime a lead just kind of exits a show, I'm like, okay, what's this drama? Pop, pop, I was popcorn. thinking that same thing. What's going on? I don't think there was any drama. Greg, Had, hashtag me too. <laughs> um, I, hey, I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm just that's what that's what people's mom went to. As soon as uh, uh, the news dropped, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, what's the me too thing? What Greg, what, what Greg planned to do, you yeah. know? And it seems like there wasn't any. Now, I don't know if this could be like press reports or anything like that, or, you know, you know, the, uh, the PR people telling her, you know, hey, chill out. I never believe the story out. that comes out officially. Right. It might be shades of true, but I. Exactly. So know. who knows what the takeaway from no. this, but I think she, uh, it, it seemed like it was amicable uh, release, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe she wanted to spend more time with friends uh, or with family. Back in New Zealand, I mm-hmm. think where she's from. One of one of the Australia places. 
Yeah, one of those funny talking English Exactly. What did the toilet go around and revert? Whatever. Yeah. One of those places. Um, but no, so it wasn't like anything bad, I think. Uh-huh. But her fans, people that follow her on a lot of the social medias and things. Uh, stands, as Twitter likes to call them. Her stands. Her stand. The Ruby Rose stand. Standum. <laughs> That's it now, standum. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. Uh, has seen the play like, I don't know, man. Maybe she was depressed. And you know what I honestly probably think it was? Uh, I, I've got no personal issue with Ruby Rose at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about her. She seems like a fine woman, you know, uh, seems very sweet. All right. I consider her like a Havsey actor where I feel like she does a lot of modeling and then kind of also happens to act here mm-hmm. and there because she's an attractive woman. Mm-hmm. I've never personally been that taken with her acting ability. Really? She's all right. You know, she's no worse than any other, you know, recurring secondary character actress. Right. But like, even in John Wick 3 or John Wick 2, I think, whichever one she was in, she mm-hmm. was mute. And I still felt like she wasn't doing all that great of a job acting. I thought she was, she was real menacing. She was all right. You know, you what know? I, she wasn't bad. I feel like I'm just trashing Ruby Rose and I'm not. I feel like I trash people all the time on this show. I promise I'm not. I'm just <laughs> critical of things. She's what I, w- but on top of all that, I don't think she's ever been on a television show before mm-hmm. this. Well, and I think a lot, of, a lot of what you're talking about, I think she hasn't found her role. Well, not only that, but I think people really underestimate how much time and work not only acting, but acting on a 24 episode season of a television show can right. be. I read something that is kind of along these lines talking about community, mm-hmm. where they would some have, sometimes have five or six days in a row where they were going for like 16 or 18 hours. Right. And that's on a comedic show with like what three or four locations mm-hmm. max per episode. So you imagine with one of these CW shows, they're probably doing some long days. Plus, you're not just filming like like she's obviously moved away from home, yeah. come to Hollywood and right. whatnot. But then to go from there to have to film in Vancouver, yeah, absolutely. which is where they so you're you're dealing with different climate and stuff. And like you said, the the long hours mm-hmm. and you have to be away from your family and your friends for like months, right? And, on the, end. and the more I read, the more that's almost the vibe I got from the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know. Maybe that caused problems on set. Maybe she was Maybe. cranky. Maybe she didn't enjoy it. And if so, that's totally valid. Uh, there was also an onset injury. Yeah, she almost got place. paralyzed from right. what I understand. Yeah, so right. she probably just didn't have an overall great experience. And just once she was out of that first scene, it was like, eh, and fair game. I mean, fair play. It's your life, you know? I'm going to say this. If you're not happy doing something, don't do it. I think that Ruby Rose as Batwoman has been a great experience from from just sitting there watching it. So I haven't watched any of Batwoman, mm-hmm. so she could be great on that show. I have I have right. no context for this show at all. She could be great on the show. This is all purely going on the few movies I've seen her in where she mm-hmm. wasn't even a main character. Right. So I don't want this to sound like I'm disparaging. No, Ruby not Rose. at all. Not at all. No, I'm just I'm just saying yeah. that, you know, I, I think that I think it was, that she did a real good. Like, I'm saying that I'm sad to see her go. That's you fair. know, well, I think anytime because I think anytime. A show is successful. I'm thinking of it dealing like the the and I love this. It's my favorite scene, the uh, the opening of Iron Man 2. Hey buddy. Didn't expect to see you here. Look, it's me. I'm here. Deal with it. Let's I move just, on. I, I just I drop just, it. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Don Cheeto replacing uh what's his name? Oh, oh uh our boy uh, Terrence, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Terrence. The the flower of 
The flower of life. Flower, the flower of life. <laughs> yeah. But I still think he should have come back at Endgame as an alternate roadie. We go back to Iron Man 1 for no reason. Can you imagine if Tony Stark told Thanos, like, well, we have a Hulk, like they did that speech again? Mm-hmm. And Thanos goes, well, I have something too. And just in the shadows, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> It's time, baby. <laughs> Flies Yo, in with the Iron Patriot suit. I swear, I beat Marvel wins. And then Ant-Man just steps on him. That was a very mad TV ending. <laughs> it would have been <laughs> it would have been fitting to that meme. Um, but no, no, no. Also think, in my opinion, uh, while I was surprised that she got cast as this, uh, I really think I think she would have done good as a, a, a big screen Batwoman. Like I said, everything I've ever seen her in, she's been very much like a secondary, like mm-hmm. ancillary character. Right. So I don't have a whole lot of context for her acting chops, but that's actually, I've felt well, like that about a f- couple of the people in these CW shows mm-hmm. where like, I think Grant Gustin, is that yeah. his name? I think he could be a good on-screen Flash. Yeah. I mean, not to, not to, not to, not to make this podcast the We Hate Ezra Miller podcast, because that's not what I'm trying to do. I Ezra. mean, you ain't my favorite. Ezra. I uh, I think I would have preferred old Grant Gustin uh, in Justice League. Honestly, why not? He's just got that. I don't know. I feel he, like he does fit that like Barry Allen that you see from like the cartoons and whatnot. Yeah. That little personality, almost boy, a little too Boy Scoutish. But he's yeah, because like I feel like Ezra Miller in Justice League is almost more Wally West mm-hmm. at, as, but with the Barry Allen name, right? Which is I think my biggest issue with that version of the flash because yeah. like are you're getting it muddled a little bit more of a sidekick not really much of a self-proclaimed well, and just total jokester like yeah i don't feel like barry like barry allen will crack jokes but i feel like in general he's pretty like mm-hmm. i gotta get this done and then like when the dude's beat up i'll make a joke or two right whereas wally west i feel is like peter parker yo speaking of uh the the justice league mm-hmm. did you hear about it the Snyder cut the Snyder cut you hey bo- everybody's fucking inside the Snyder cut is a are we done now? You boys wanted to summon Cthulhu for so long, <laughs> he just showed up on HBO Max. <laughs> we we spent too much as too much time asking, could we, instead of asking, should we? And here's the thing. I hope it's good. I want more good superhero movies. Right. I want DC to get it together. Is it going to be good, though? No. Okay, but here's my thing. If it is good, what does that mean? The, whoever's the Kevin Feige of WB is an idiot. I don't think it means that. Because that's done. That's over in the past. We've moved on. We're we're on the new stuff. We're on a new age of DC where we get uh trench spin-off movies. I was gonna say I don't feel like Amazon they're trying movies. I don't feel like they're trying for the universe anymore. Spin-off That's what I'm saying. We're all we're in a different we're in a different like vogue now of DC movies. So this Snyder Cut thing. The f- eh. uh, here's all I'll say is the future of the DC cinematic, whatever it is at this point, mm-hmm. totally hinges on this flashpoint movie. Right. And I think that's a very bad sign. You think it hinges on the Flashpoint movie? What direction they are going to take will be totally dictated by how they write that movie. Or or that movie, or maybe that movie will be dictated by how they decide they want to do it. I think that's 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 more more what I mean. Right. Because honestly, I don't even know if we're going to see that movie. I don't think we are. That movie has joined the uh, the echelon of movies of Akira and of Uncharted to, of movies that we're never gonna to actually com- see. To be completely see honest, too, at this point, does anyone really want it? Is that really a movie people are like? I I 
I bet if you took a poll right now among mm-hmm. people that have watched all of the DCEU movies, more people want Shazam 2 than Flashpoint. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. When if you would have told anyone that five years ago, they would have laughed. Yep. And the thing is, it's real weird. Just on this subject, it's real weird. Uh, and on both Marvel and DC mm-hmm. side, the amount of the, the things that actually do hit the hype. Like Guardians? Like Guardians. Gar- yeah, it's, like, it's strange. For a little bit, Ant-Man. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Like, these that's, obscure heroes and things that nobody ever cared about for that's, years. That's why I'm super excited about Eternals and Shang-Chi almost more than any other. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, which one's going to be the hit? Right. Because one of them's going to be a hit, at least. Maybe both. Maybe both. I think Shang-Chi will probably tickle my fancy a little bit more. I think Eternals will tickle the people's fancy. I think Eternals will be more wide. Most of that cast. I think it'll, I think it'll reach bigger... Because this is the first time, in my opinion, that Marvel has done something where the cast is that like that stacked. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And I mean, so, among the the moviegoers too. Mm-hmm. I mean, just having two Game of Thrones cast members, mm-hmm. and but then you've also got Angelina Jolie for General exactly. Public. Yeah. And Kum- yeah. Kumail Nanjiani. It's so many names I like this this is out of marvel's territory now where it's like okay this feels like, this feels like the first time they've been like let's get a bunch of a-listers <laughs> and just make a cool movie which makes me worried about how many of them are gonna live but true Ooh, that's a good point yeah that's a good point i i really feel like because uh old john snow isn't playing an eternal no he's playing uh, black, black knight which i feel like they're gonna lean which on him character i never i feel like they're gonna lean he's apparently been an avenger before he was yeah i've, I've seen it in a couple when and he I've shows seen, up in the big events i'm just like who i've seen I don't i've even seen know two versions of him too where he looks like a knight mm-hmm. and then there's one where he's got like a lightsaber yeah so i'm like which one are you going for? like which which one are you going for in this one probably you know probably a mad lightsaber yeah. Come on now. It's Disney. Yeah. Oh, man. Get somebody from Lucasfilm. <laughs> how, how many Star Wars jokes are there going to be when he gets that lightsaber? Tony's gone. Tony usually makes the pop culture references. So you, I don't know who, have... you know who made the Star Wars reference, though? Who? Spider-Man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're man, right, you're, you're right. a regular Kylo Ren. <laughs> right? <laughs> Movies. <laughs> Slow he does he does the the obi-wan move where he mm-hmm. puts his fingers out that got in the camera but i don't care. uh i swear to god if they do that like i love you marvel but if you do that disney <laughs> i might i might boycott i might ask for the snyder cut <laughs> <laughs> snyder cut over everything but no uh shang chi is the one i'm excited about rumor has it the story rumor. might involve a martial arts tournament the coup d'etat? Marvel <laughs> tournament arc. What do you mean? It's going to be, I mean, Shang-Chi is a martial artist. Uh-huh. The rumor is that the whole plot is going to be him fighting in a tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm down with that. I'm, that didn't work out so good for Iron Fist season one, but I mean. That, well, that was that also was Iron so. Fist season one. <sighs> yeah, it was a lot more problems than that than the story. I'm but, just saying, think of all the characters you could bring back and introduce in that potential storyline. You bring back random side characters. You bring back Batroc okay. the Leaper okay. from Winter one, Soldier. One, I would love that. I Two, would too. He's doing those kicks. I feel like they. I've heard rumors that uh, there's going to be some kind of reintroduction of Daredevil into the into the universe, either on Disney Plus or in a big budget movie or whatever. I feel like Spider Man makes the most sense for that. That's what has been. There's been rumors that Spider Man might have uh, uh, Daredevil might show up in a new Spider Man movie. 
my thing is though, if going from what mm-hmm. you're talking about here, if that were to be the thing, it'd be a great way to introduce a new Iron Fist. Yeah, and it wouldn't even necessarily have to be Danny Rand. You could just mm-hmm. have it be an Iron Fist, yeah, and be like, oh, 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 mm-hmm. and then yeah, just backdoor pilot. Yeah, I think that we're gonna see this as a, a like this, and then the rumor is uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is gonna have some scenes that take place in Madripoor, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a mutant location mm-hmm. primarily. Yeah, so I think. I think people, it's weird. I think when all these movies and Disney Plus shows were announced, a lot of people were kind of like, whatever, because it's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff we've already seen. And then the two properties that are new, Shang-Chi and Eternals, like, they're not bringing, it's, it's not Fantastic Four, it's not X-Men, it's not something that the general populace is like, oh, they're bringing Wolverine back? Mm-hmm. What? The, you know, these are characters like, uh, you know, on the level of pre-MCU Guardians, where right. a lot of people are just like, even comic book fans are like, yeah, I mean, they're there sometimes, right. but like, whatever. Um, I think Marvel's going to be very intelligent with how they use their newly acquired uh, properties mm-hmm. to imagine Shang-Chi comes out. Okay. You know, and people are like, oh, yeah, going to go see Shang-Chi. It'll be cool. Whatever. Okay. Um, and then your friend comes home, he's like, Shang-Chi was pretty cool. There's a mutant in it. Just done. I'm not gonna tell you who it is. There, a mutant shows up. Okay. You're gonna go see Shang Chi because yeah. like which, uh, which, which one's gonna show up? Who knows? I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but I of think course. I think Marvel's the coolest rumor I heard was that. Which these are all rumors. This this could all. But we no, you, we talk. You know we have no we, substantial evidence on this podcast. We talk. We, we talk hypotheticals on this show all the time, and we're he talks we're sponsored by the I MCU. Kevin Feige pays our pays us directly. You think we got all this stuff that you so can't see? I won't even phrase this as a hypothetical okay. or a rumor. I will fa- I will fa- phrase it as a hypothetical, not a rumor. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to phrase this as a straight fact. This is a fact. Ant-Man and the Fantastic Four. Okay. You're saying that's going to be a thing? Uh, uh, that's the rumor, is that they're going to introduce Fantastic Four and Ant-Man 3 as some scientists that worked with Hank Pym when he was younger. So, so we're talking about like if in a possible spinoff movie, uh, period piece, Fantastic Four. I don't know. How, I don't know how they do it. Hmm. But like I said, this is a rumor I heard. I've also heard a rumor that Ant Man three is going to be a Young Avengers movie. I've heard so many things about Ant Man three, yeah. and it makes me sad because none of them involve Ant Man. It's all other characters. <laughs> I, I think that's what we're going with. With like uh, the Avengers they're going, going they're forward. going they're going Ragnarok with everything exactly. Where it's, which it's mix and match. That's how the comics are. So go. I would forward. rather say Civil War. The way uh, I don't think it's supposed to be more. a Captain America movie, but it's an Avengers movie, which I'm not saying that as a bad I don't thing. Think I always, love that movie. I don't think they're always going to be that big, though. No, well, not on that big, but in that mix match, yeah. you know, which I think that's smart. Yeah, you know, because you've got a lot of characters that maybe you can't make solo movies for, right? But you've got the rights to put them in team ups. So okay, we team these two characters. And up. A really good way to introduce characters like yeah. how Civil War introduced well, uh, Black Panther to a lot of people. Iron Man Two, Black Widow, right? They've been doing it since the beginning, right? So yeah, no, I think I think it totally works. Uh, I think Fantastic Four might be too big <laughs> of a on. name. Thor introducing Hawkeye, true, <laughs> and treating him the same way in every other movie. In the shadows. <laughs> in the shadows. Uh, so I had to put that little I've, Hawkeye dig out there. I feel like maybe Fantastic Four is a little too big to introduce in that way. Really, but uh, I don't know. Like maybe maybe not make it Ant Man in the Fantastic Four, but have a scene where Hank Pym is in the sixties or whatever. He's like, oh, Reed, what do you work on? And he's like, mm-hmm. uh, cross-dimensional teleportation. 
And he's like, ah, you kidder. And then he walks off. He's like, fucking idiot. <laughs> you know what would be really interesting, though? What's that? If they did do that cross-dimensional teleportation and mm-hmm. like, it fucks up. Yeah. And somehow flings them into, like, our present day. Yeah. And they come through it with those abilities and powers and things. Mm-hmm. That way you can just have them here, have them with the powers. That's the easiest way to do it. And you've still got them with the mentality of the 60s. So mm-hmm. you got a fish out of water story going on. Right. And Reed's like the quickest to adapt because he's so smart and he's just an asshole. Ben's trying to go back to Yancey Street. Yeah. You yeah. know. Uh, Human Torch is like, oh, superheroes are famous now. We don't have to hide this. <laughs> Let's go. Oh man. Well, they don't know because they they okay, they, they were normal yeah, before. We come out and then it was like, well, then he just well, milks he it a, immediately. He was a loser before. Yeah. Now he got the flame powers, yep. baby. And somehow he comes through like Peter Parker, like before was like, I'm a nerd. Comes through. Yeah. He's got abs. Yeah. Oh, flame yeah. abs for some reason. Yeah, absolutely. Sue's doesn't matter still. So you know it's. <laughs> no more captures her in the first movie. There we go. You know which. I heard he's going to be in Black Panther 2. Which makes sense. That it, makes, that makes that complete sense. Yeah. That's the one I buy the most. Exactly. Yeah. You remember when we were talking about the CW? No. <laughs> <laughs> Neither does the CW. Remember when the CW, this is something I've been talking about for a long time, because before the show, you talking about how the acquisition of uh, the first season of Swamp Thing. Yeah. Have you, I don't know if you heard this, but you know, you're reading the news a lot of times. Uh, when CW started getting these shows, when they was started, they was I think it was about the time they had Arrow, Flash, and Legends, right? I was say Arrow and Flash were the first two, and then Legends seeped in. And then they were like, uh, "You guys gonna make any spinoffs from those or anything?" Like, is it gonna? And the CW head was like, "We don't w- want to become the superhero channel." And then they just started Infinity Stonesing <laughs> other shows from other networks. Exactly. Well, because they know Supernatural's about to end, they need something. It's just, it's just the the, Which, walk, the walk back. Shout out to Supernatural, one of my guilty pleasure shows. Oh, it is the first five it's seasons good. legitimately good? I love it. I love it. Yeah, I fell off on the last. Still season. Still think that uh, Jensen Ackles or Dean should have been Hawkeye. I mean, Jensen Ackles should have been Batman. Oh yeah, I could see that. Or like, ooh. He's already voiced him in a cartoon, Jason Todd. Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Dude, Jensen Ackles versus old, uh, old, old, uh, whatever from Titans? No, old, uh, old, old, the new Batman. Oh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. And the age difference. Time travel. <laughs> Time travel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's it there we go that's the, isn't that the old right jo- like jo- joker gas good joker <laughs> it made him grow yeah well, what you were saying earlier lazarus pit lazarus pit lazarus yeah it grew his body uh but no I, you know <laughs> they literally just do captain america <laughs> no but uh have you seen gotham Bits and pieces. There is so uh Poison Ivy's in the show, right? She's introduced yeah. as a little girl. Yeah, yeah. Right. And she's power around with uh the, the cat woman of the show or yeah. whatever. And then one season, some accident happens to her and she they literally like 45. She, <laughs> not, even, not even 45. She went from a little girl to like this like 20-year-old model. Nice. Supermodel. Like they just grew her nice. into the show. It's they just watered her a little bit. <laughs> Gross. Because she's a plant. I know. <laughs> Gross content. You took it there. I did. I'm nasty. Uh-huh. But with all of this, I did want to yeah. talk about uh, adaptations. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mostly because, actually, before we do that, I'm going to get a time check. Seven minutes for the action. You say 16? You wasted my 30 seconds. So no. Just throw the camera in a Lazarus pit. It'll, be fun. <laughs> It'll come out with a red. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, with all this, I, I just I want to get your thoughts on adaptations because I mean, obviously, we're we're two of a kind where I we dig on adaptations. Yeah, right. You always look for adaptations, even it's, if they're not required. Right, yeah. right. I just I just I've been because I uh, I just saw a new trailer for a new Netflix movie, mm-hmm. uh, The Old Guard. Interesting. Based off of a graphic novel, obviously. Huh. And I'm just wondering, like, uh, there was another trailer that came on afterwards, because I read a little bit of The Old Guard. I think I read one issue, and then okay. I heard it was going to be a movie, and I stopped, because I was like, I don't want to spoil this. Right, 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 right. And uh, I was, like, kicking out, cooking around other Netflix trailers. There's another Netflix movie. Uh, it's like, something wrong with money, or... Well, and they, they just did Lock and Key, also. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the lifeblood of entertainment right now. Adaptations. Yeah. I don't... I don't... There's not much original going on right now. There isn't. And I, and I, I don't know if... If I miss it, or if like, because I feel like the only time you do see like original stuff is in like indie, indie, yeah. indie sort of level. Yeah, because even like original IPs, I feel like borrow very heavily from. Mm-hmm. I mean, prime example, um, Stranger Things. Yeah. Yes, it's original, but it borrows from so many. But it's influences. not original, right? You know, like it, I like Stranger Things. I have issues with people making it out to be the best thing ever made Mm -hmm. but i do really enjoy that show and i like the characters but it is a stephen king right light adaptation steven spielberg yeah it's i mean it's it's such a mishmash which there's nothing wrong with that i'm not saying that that's like unethical Mm -hmm. you know but it's not a like it's really not as original as a lot of people i think portray it as And and i and i feel like it's a it's a bit of a crutch Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. To where I, it's, and I think about this from a point of us being like a production, mm-hmm. you know, a production house, very small one, like yeah. tier 0.5 production house, mm-hmm. right? But if we ever want to get into the bigger spaces, you know, if we ever want to grow and like pitch ourselves out, like Ryan Coogler made an amazing movie in Fruitville Station. Absolutely. The next thing he has to do, Black Panther. Oh, Rocky. Uncle Creed. Oh, he did Creed. He did Creed. He did do Creed. Which is... Which is a sequel to an already established property. Mm-hmm. Not really an adaptation, but, you know, not really his own it's thing. It's not an original IP. Well, no. You know? No. That's what I'm saying, man. I feel like, like I that's, that's the stepping stool, though, in Hollywood, is you make a, an indie darling film that's good mm-hmm. on the indie circuit, and then you get picked up by one of the major studios to be basically a puppet director. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you get to make what you want to make. Like your Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. Um... That's true, because folks like him are still making the original thing. On 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 a uh, different track from that completely, <laughs> but still dealing with adaptations. Okay, as far okay. as directors go, right? Edgar Wright, okay, made uh, three original comedies. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they're basically spoofs of other genres, right? But they're his own characters. No, I feel like you can say, and I feel like they actually like, like, well, Shaun of the Dead at least kind of build all other people build off of his thing. It's weirdly original for how much it schlocks off of regular. Right. But he did those, and then his next point of motion was an adaptation, Scott Pilgrim. Mm, true. Very Which true. I was going to present as one of my favorite adaptations. Because it really captures it's. I like the graphic novels better, mm-hmm. but the movie is one of my favorite movies, um, just visually at least. Right. Like the characters are they're douchey or whatever, but like just visually, I love that film. And it is an adaptation that came out before the final graphic novel came out. True. So the ending's totally different. Mm-hmm. So it's an adaptation, but it's changed around, but it's done with this really creative director's input. 
as to is, how you end it. That's really interesting. That is the first gecko, because uh, in, in the in the anime mm-hmm. right community, there's this uh, turn of phrase called a gecko anime, which okay. is pretty much when the anime, the manga is the anime is written concurrently with the manga, and right. it, it is checked to end before the manga completes this run. So they make a they've got to modify, they it, chop yeah. that ending, and put another one in. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever seen it in a Hollywood movie. It's interesting. And also, it works. It does. It does. It's it's a very <laughs> different ending. I mean, it's similar. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the basic, I'd say, skeleton's very similar, but the graphic novel takes it to another level. Yeah. Because it's a graphic novel, and you can do that. Right. But both work within the context, because the two versions of those characters, the movie Scott and the graphic novel Scott, are a little different. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a little bit more of a weasel in the movie, because <laughs> it's Michael Sarah, Right. And he's a little bit more of just like a regular, like hipstery dude mm. in the comic book but he's a little more confident you know but i feel like the way they're written it works really well in both right. contexts i guess um the other adaptation i was going to bring up a uh, very uh you know traditional one to well, bring up let, hold, hold on hold okay. off on that okay because i think we're gonna i think we're gonna end the conversation on cool. here and then we'll bring it up in another show because right. i think we're about the camera's about to go off completely uh so we're gonna well, I have one minute, so I'm going to say this real quickly. Uh, we're going to stop, and then we're going to come back with the short film shout-out. Then we're going to end the show. We'll be back. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm thirsty. Let me just wet my whistle a little bit. <laughs> All right, for the short film shout-out this week, uh, this is one I think everybody's going to really enjoy, honestly. Um, a, lot of, a lot of things about short films is that uh, – you have such a short time in order to do such a complete story. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like the whole three act structure, right? right. Um, this movie seems to do all of that within five minutes and still be entertaining and hilarious. Okay. It's something like really close to like what I think, uh, like Rick and Morty. Okay. It's, it's sort of a Rick and Morty type, uh, type of plot. It's called one minute time machine. Okay. Have you, have you, have I've you not, heard, not heard of this? See this all? Okay. All right. So, it li- it's literally this dude who has a one minute time machine. Like it literally, like he pushes a big red button and it takes him one minute back in time. Right. And he comes up, like it just starts off with him coming up to this uh, park bench with this woman who uh, has been on quite a few things. Uh, she is, let me take a look. Aaron Hayes. Uh, no, I know you probably recognize the name. She hasn't been on much. She's gotcha. actually on a new uh, Netflix show called, uh, what was it? Was it? Uh, Cop doctors or something like that. <laughs> it's a spinoff from a uh, children's hospital. Oh, okay. Uh, from uh, the Adult Swim. I'm interested. Now. Right, right. Check okay. it out. Check it out. It's yeah. Doc Cops, Doctor Four, something like that. Right on Netflix. But uh, so she's sitting there reading these scientific books or whatever mm-hmm. on the park bench, and he's coming up trying to talk to her, trying to hit on her, romance her. And whenever he messes up, whatever he feels like he messes up, he hits that button. Yeah, goes back one minute in time and. You would think that would be repetitive, but the way that they do it, uh, interesting. You find out things about the characters, like really good development about the characters, and there's a surprise twist in it that just like, wow. I will say this sounds like a, a gag from one of my favorite shows, Misfits, hmm. uh, where a character can rewind time mm-hmm. and is trying to break up with his girlfriend in such a way to where he doesn't make her feel bad. <laughs> So it's just him doing it over and over and over right. and over and over again. This and, is this is that same thing. And finally, he just does it in a way where she just hates him and breaks up with him. Because <laughs> you got to rip off that bandaid. You can't be you can't be the good guy in a breakup. I'm sorry. 
You can't be the good person. Sorry, I mean, you can't be the good person in a breakup. A breakup. Yeah, it's gonna hurt either way. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna be mad at somebody. But no, I watch that. That sounds like a. a, a, a I can watch. I can watch five minutes of that. I do recommend it. It, yeah. it is so. It is hilarious and. Yeah. No. You know what we should do? What's that? Because I never watched these. I've never like watched these movies prior to. Mm-hmm. How about uh, from here on out? Okay. I'll watch them between this recording session and the next. Okay. And I'll have a quick feedback. Okay. On the short film. Okay. Yeah. And then if you watch it at home, you give us feedback in the comments and give them lots of love because they put a lot of work. I know how much a five minute short film can take. Right. And uh, that's with mediocre speaking quality. Of- Give a shout out to the director, even though, you know, yeah, probably don't know him. Right. Devon Avery. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of him. I'm Unfortunately, big, big, somebody decided to mow their lawn on a Saturday morning in, in Corona pandemic season. You know, if I could go back one minute in time, I would <laughs> stab the gas tank. <laughs> uh, we're going to keep on going with it. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Our, our audio technician, Shakees, is just like... He's he's in the servers right now. He's fixing it. He's a professional. <laughs> Belay that. <laughs> you know, professional. Uh, but no, no. Devon Avery, uh, who hasn't really done a lot. He's done some television and he's done other shorts. Mm-hmm. And I think he has a feature coming out uh, called Scope. <laughs> Sounds like a Matt Damon movie where he's a sniper. Is it? Ooh. Now you turn something that sounded really dumb into something that I probably would. I didn't say it was a good thing. I, I just doesn't have to be sync. That's what's called. Oh, sync. that sounds there more it interesting. Does it? Yeah. From scope. What yeah. was about the 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 breath mint? The 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 <laughs> the mouthwash. There it is. Mouthwash. Thank you. Mouthwash. What was about the mouthwash? Scope. The movie. <laughs> they are making a movie about the guy that made a uh, flaming hot Cheetos. Shut up, shut up, really? Yeah. Why? Because he was a Hispanic janitor in the Cheeto factory, and he just had a cool idea, and now he's on the board of directors. <laughs> so, I was so out until that description. Thank you for giving me the long line so that I can, yeah. okay, I'm watching that. What's it coming out on? Theaters? I don't know. I just, I've just heard this, like, uh, I, like the last six months I've heard that this movie is being made, and I laugh every time I hear <laughs> that it's being made, and then I read the log line, I'm like, all right, throw throw me uh right. throw Pedro Pascal in there. I'll watch that. Hey, or my, well, I was speaking gonna say Michael Pena, but Michael Pena is hit or miss. Speaking of Pedro, before we uh, before we leave out, uh, I saw. Did you see the community? The community yeah, yeah. yeah. He, that he was, was he, he was Walton Goggins. Yes. Yeah. Now and I want a Pedro Pascal Walton Goggins movie. He killed like every time they. So you know the episode they were doing oh, yeah, right yeah. with uh, Pierce dies yeah. and he's spoilers willing reading the will and testament. Yeah. He couldn't even get through the line where it is his spoilers. I know you go through community. I apologize for this. You will. As is truth. Uh, where he hands out canisters of his sperm yeah. to everybody. Yeah. And he's trying to read the script. <laughs> How did y'all get away with this on television? I feel like when you're doing a live reading like that, that's what you want, though. It's, it's no, for it's someone beautiful. to just break. It's beautiful. Yeah. He really, he really tried. Gay face. By the third time, he was just like, Pedro is a professional, and I'm just. I'm, no, I got it. I got it. I can do this. I'm disgusted <laughs> they did him so dirty in Kingsman too. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think that's the end of the episode. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Make sure you go to the Facebooks, write your thoughts. Make sure you go to the YouTubes. Uh, if you're on the YouTubes, go to the Facebooks. If somehow you did click the link on the Facebook, like the Facebook. <laughs> you know. 
uh, hopefully we're going to redevelop our site so you see a lot more from our website uh, in the near future. Once Miss Rona goes away, we'll have a lot more cool stuff coming out. That is true. Ideally. Actually, for some, you know, some housekeeping and announcements or whatever, uh, we are primarily while we do this and we do enjoy doing these shows and whatnot, uh, we are trying to be a production house. And of course, while we're making this announcement, (laughs) he comes back with the lawnmower. <laughs> Comedic no. timing, folks. This was all planned. This lawnmower guy has been a vein of, um, in my existence for the longest time. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, uh, we do try to be more of a production house and make short films, things like that. Those of which you can see on our YouTube page, Production Twelve Hundred. Um, so there's a film festival coming up in uh, the deadline for which is in August. Uh, and showing in October, I would like to try for us to be in that, which means that uh, for the month of July, we might not film any chit chat episodes. If we do, you might get more just movie clubs that month, uh, just so we can focus on the short film. Uh, and to make up for that, hopefully, we'll be doing like little vlogs or whatever, uh, showcasing the short film. So, you know, just that might happen periodically where we switch gears from doing podcasts to short films. And hopefully we don't lose but some of you. You don't want a stagnant YouTube channel, do exactly. you? You want it to be you want subs you want it you want it to be crazy and a wacky it. good time. You want it. You want it. You want you it. want it. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't either. But that's what you that's want. Whoa. Look into my eyes. Why is he stopping here? <laughs> Look into my eyes and listen to this lawnmower. <laughs> There's only one thing you want, and it's more production twelve hundred. Whether that's any of our variety of content, the chit chat, movie club, maybe some video game stuff, maybe, maybe. potentially, <laughs> never know. We might we might make a documentary. We might on this whole this on this pan, on this lawnmower, <laughs> lawnmower in the time of Corona. Uh, uh, what, what, what about they want more Colin? Can uh, they get more Colin? Uh, just watch production twelve hundred for now. <laughs> I talk a big game, but I never actually do anything. <laughs> One day, I'll have something to show off. But for now, just give all your time and attention to Production 1200. Because that's all. that They deserve it. I don't. All right, people. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. 